Today's show brought to you in part by our friends at the Kentucky Thoroughbred Development Fund. Purses in Kentucky are powered by the KTDF and have led to an incredible enhancement to the Kentucky racing scene. KTDF dollars in purses are only for Kentucky bred horses. So breeding in Kentucky is the best way to maximize profits and your return on racing and breeding investments. Because of the benefits from the KTDF, Churchill Downs Racing and Kentucky Racing as a whole continue to be on an incredible upward trajectory. For more information, please check out inthemoneypodcast.com slash KTDF. And welcome to one of our annual traditions here on the In the Money Media Network. This is our degenerate gift giving guide. And who better than a person who's joined us the last several years on the, these shows, for one thing, but also got to watch uh, Drew and I in close range, DGing it up at uh, the Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge just a couple of weeks ago. It's been fun this year to get several opportunities to hang with one of my favorite racing writers and historians, but. Uh, so much more than that, a big champion fan of the game and somebody who keeps her finger on the pulse of the best gifts for the horse person slash proper degenerate in your life. She's Jennifer <laughs> Kelly. Jennifer, how are things? Hi, Pete. How are you doing? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. You know, I always love this show. I keep a list. I make some jottings here and there about potential gifts and I'll, I'll throw some out at you early in the show too but it's always a pleasure to have you because i mean this has become a little cottage industry for you over on your foxes of bel-air blog which people can find foxes of bel-air.com you you've got the you've got the proper um gift giving guide up there we'll go through some highlights we encourage folks to check that out and then separately we're going to do a deep dive into your most recent book we'll, we'll have that up on the feed uh, elsewhere to to not mesh it too much with with the gift giving guide that we'll surely talk about books but how did this become such an area of specialty for you well, the, the whole uh, gift giving guide i basically got tired of people asking me what i wanted for christmas and so <laughs> i'm like here are some really nifty links to go to and you know anything off of these links will be something i will enjoy getting and then i thought well since i I know as a horsey person that I enjoy this. Surely there are other people out there who would feel the same because I always have family members that say that I am hard to shop for, which I will disagree with wholeheartedly <laughs> because look, I'm giving you ample opportunity to find something really cool. And so that just kind of gave birth to the, the gift guide. And now I'm happy to share it with your listeners for probably a good four years or more now. Yeah. yeah. That feels about right. And yeah, it, ma it makes sense. So really, at the end of the day, less altruism and more enlightened self-interest. It's your, your Christmas <laughs> list. It's just, you know, when you're a horsey person and you have very specific things that you like and, you know, people who aren't necessarily into the, the sport in the same way are sort of puzzled by what they should gift you. It just helps to have some ideas, especially for things that I manage to find that I don't think are on people's radar necessarily so here i can connect you with these really cool items that you can you know suggest like send to santa and say maybe <laughs> i like it well let's start with one let's start with one that you consider one of your uh, off the beaten path finds for the, for this year what would you put what would you put at the top of the list as far as those those go you know 
for me, and I'm probably going to just reveal myself as a huge collector, but I discovered that Keeneland has saddle towels that you can buy. Ooh. And they're $49. I've got it linked on the gift guide. It's one of my favorites. But I had no idea that you could just flat buy a saddle towel. Now, they're not used, obviously. Some people are going to want, you know, ones that are race-worn. Game-worn jersey, as it were. Yeah. But if you just want something, you know, to display in your home or something to frame and put in your office, these saddle towels are up They're $49. They come in eight colors. And they're from Keeneland. So it's got the Keeneland logo on there, which is really cool. But, you know, if you want proper saddle towels that might have been race-worn, you can always go to the After the Finish Line or Old Friends eBay stores, and they will have collectibles in there. And some of them are saddle cloths that awesome. you can get and, you know, of course, decorate your house with, because why wouldn't you? And... Why wouldn't you? I'm envisioning a pillow. I'm envisioning, a, I at one point got Perrin a, a saddle towel. I don't think it was a real saddle towel, but it was basically a pillow with it was designed to look like a yes. saddle towel. With her 11th birthday coming up, I'm thinking maybe a double duty Christmas birthday gift with the number 11 saddle towel as a as a pillow. Is there a way well, I could I could make that become a reality? Oh, I'm sure. Um, I I think with Keeneland they only go through a certain number, but I I bet you money we could figure out a way to get something <laughs> for Perrin. And I know that Amy of Amy's horse racing gifts, who is always a perennial favorite of mine. Yes, she was on my list, of course, to bring up. Yes, Amy has some customizable items like that, so you might be able to inquire with her and see what she can make happen. Excellent, excellent. But the link, if you go to foxesofbelair.com, the blog, that, that this is going to be very easy for folks to find because I, I almost can't imagine who's listening who wouldn't want a saddle towel, frankly. I, think I mean, honestly... Maybe, half the audience i i just want all of them and if they had a purple one i would have already bought one because purple is my favorite <laughs> color but sadly they do not <laughs> <laughs> i like it that's well that those are two good ones and, and amy's let's pivot because it's right here in front of us the amy's horse racing gifts is it still has she gone properly web-based at this point i remember in past years this was kind of a facebook was it a facebook only thing at some point yes amy is a one-woman show and because she is just her producing all these items, she sticks specifically to Facebook to help her manage um, the store and just keep up with her orders. So if you're not on Facebook on a regular basis, at least you can hopefully make contact with her. You can find her on Twitter too, but I don't know how active she is on Twitter. And of course, um, I'm sure you can email her too. Um, she's got her email on the uh, Facebook page as well. But Amy is my go-to whenever I need something custom. You know, yeah. she's done uh, Christmas ornaments for me. I've got the, the Ross Stable Silks um, hang, hanger over here that's, you know, shaped like silks and is like wreath size. And then she did the little uh, organizer that I put on my table for book, book events this year. So it's a little, you know, box with several um, cubbies and she put like a horseshoe and some other stuff on the outside of it. And so that sat on my table and I threw, you know, uh, Sharpies and other things in there. So it was just easy to carry around. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking at the page here. It's super easy to find if you're on Facebook. You know, yeah. Amy. And she'll do just about anything. I mean, honestly. 
So yeah, go for A M I E apostrophe S horse racing gifts. If you can do me a favor, I think yeah. for those, there's a lot of people who are not on Facebook at this point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can dig up her email for people to send, if yes. folks have those custom ideas, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty darn cool. I'm looking quickly it's here. Amy Martinez at gmail.com. A M I E. So she's very easy to get a hold of and right. she's, you know, pretty good at doing just about anything you ask. And, you know, just the only FYI here is that because these are custom made items, they, you know, you do need to order by a certain date in order to make sure you get them in plenty of time for the holiday. So do, do touch base with Amy and, and talk to her about what you're looking at and, you know, and deadlines and she will happily awesome. make it happen. Amy Martinez at gmail.com. That's that one. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. We'll have folks hopefully check that out as somebody rudely here comes to the door while I'm doing a podcast. Why does that happen? But we're not going to edit. I'm just going to walk over and hit the door button. I'm up. I'm not down in the bunker. When I'm in the bunker in the property okay. setup, it's complicated to answer the door. But I'm up here gotcha. in what we call Gallery 55 today. I've got already starting on the Thanksgiving cooking. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So we've got that. Uh, we've got that going on. So so I'm upstairs and, and hopefully can deal with this person without too much hesitation. <laughs> let me let me throw one in there that I bet you don't have covered in your gift guide because it's okay. very, very specific potentially to the horse player in your life. And it's this deal we've had going with our friends at Race Lens and Ooh. involves an included in the money plus annual subscription. So right now we've got a very special deal with them where you can save $300 on your annual. So $699, but that'll basically get you your PPs for the whole year. But not only that, it gives you a chance to use Race Lens as a research tool. And we're going to be doing some special shows coming up after the holiday. Matt Bagvolgi and I are going to be diving into some questions of like race, call it racing accepted wisdom. We're going to take a look and we're going to see if it is a disadvantage for a first-time starter to break from the rail, if it is this major challenge when a horse is going first-time against winners, in aggregate, what effect does it have? Adding blinkers, being a first-time gelding, going from turf to dirt, all these kind of things we're going to look at. And then the idea will be to teach you how to use this program and use the research aspect of it yourself. So right now, if you go to inthemoneypodcast.com slash racelens, You'll get the full offer. And again, it's not only 300 off the Raceland subscription, but you'll get a full year of In the Money Plus, which means you get digests of our picks every week, extra shows, and then our big Derby and Breeders' Cup packages as well. So something that, you know, in terms of uh, people looking for data might be a good thing to ask for or get for that, that special degenerate in your life, InTheMoneyPodcast.com slash Racelands. Where shall we go next? What's another that uh, particularly caught your eye this year? Oh gosh, it's it's so hard to pin it down. <laughs> <laughs> just pick one. Point point at your screen and just pick one randomly. Well, I always am a big fan of Old Smoke, and I will forever be pointing people to Old Smoke for a T-shirt, a hat, a tie, one of the button downs, the JK button downs. I think there's yes. something for men, women, kids there, and you know something fun to wear to the racetrack. When I was at Breeders' Cup, and I'm sure you saw a lot of people wearing Old Smoke items. Oh, and so I, I mean, I really want that saddle towel tie for my husband, but he doesn't wear yes. a tie often enough for me to get it for him. <laughs> 
once a year. Yeah, it, it, derby. it could be the derby tie. And yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't go with me because I'm usually working. So he's he's home doing, you know, other things. So one day I'll, I'll bite the bullet and buy the tie. But... <laughs> and yeah, then the tie the with the matching pocket square is pretty fresh. Have you seen their new, the newest development yes. from them? Uh, you, the I'll let you talk. These blazers are so cool. The blazers are amazing. I, I got the email and was enchanted by it immediately because it's, you know, here's this nice blazer you can buy. And then the lining, I, I assume, can be one of whatever uh, Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I'm and going it, to have, spoiler alert, for my my, my company, the, the In the Money Media Christmas gift to me, I think, is going to be <laughs> an In the Money sport coat, right? So it'll have the it'll have the lining. The lining will be In the Money logo. I'm thinking the green and black version might go the best. And then when you get that done, you can also get that with a matching pocket square. I don't know. I don't, what my suggestion, I'm going to put in the old suggestion box because I, I know people over there and I'm going to tell them you should be able to have the matching pocket square and the matching tie yes. to the interior. Then, I mean, then we'd really be cooking with gas. But yeah, I mean, the new, yeah, the JK formal wear is awesome. And yeah, folks absolutely have to check it out. My other idea my other top idea was to do it. I love that secretariat blue and white yes. check shirt that they do. I thought that blue and white check pattern might look amazing on the inside of a blazer. And I think they've got three colors, right? Is it gray, blue, and black? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. And it's, uh, I mean, it's just fantastic. It's navy, black, or gray. And honestly, if you like to do it upright at the racetrack, you can't be getting a old smoke blazer with whatever you know lining you want i mean especially it's derby 150 next year you guys so we need I mean, something special you need something really special and something epic to celebrate derby 150 i mean i know i'm already planning my own outfit uh, me too I'll, I'll i'll admit it this may be uh the, the people may be surprised to think that i i have my i have my dream suit picked out already for, for the derby i just i just have to see if i can uh i have to Hold see off. if i can afford it but yeah uh, that's that's the next problem is here's, <laughs> here's the vision here's the price tag <laughs> exactly and then the reality fits neatly somewhere in if you're yeah. interested in the the jk stuff specifically oldsmokeclothing.com slash jk they also have and jk gave this a really nice plug on the show the other day but they're actually now taking orders for the jk club next year and i'll be honest with you i'm not finding this easily on the website when i go to oldsmokeclothing.com slash jk so i'm I'm going to search. It's on the second page. Oh, it's on. Uh, what's the URL to go to the thing about the club? Uh, da, 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 da. The membership is, oh, it's ultimateclothing.com slash the JK club 2024 membership. Oh, and it's. That's no good. We can't, we're, we can't have people doing that. Do me a favor. Send me that link. I'll, I'll embed it in the show notes for people who are interested. But this will be four shirts that you can only get a discount. And the coolest thing about them is they're exclusive. I always feel like a real uh, proper horse racing elitist when I'm wearing one of the JK shirts that non-club members can't get. Because uh, there have been some actually, some of my favorite ones have been these only available through the club. So that is definitely, there's other benefits as well. Yeah, send me that. I'll embed that in the show notes for people to to take a look. While we're talking clothing, I'll, I'll tip my hat a little bit to what my uh, my dream um, derby 
suit might be. But there's an incredible sale going on right now for one of my favorite, like, old school racetrack, uh, really summer racetrack appropriate brands. Haspel, mm-hmm. are you familiar with? Are you familiar with Haspel's stuff? They're very famous as supposedly the originators of the Seersucker suit, a New Orleans-based company. Yeah, Haspel are having an amazing sale right now with, like, I just could not stop buying stuff because it was just, it was like, (laughs) some of it, some of these shirts and whatnot were, like, being given away, uh, you know, like $20 for a really nice shirt. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, Haspel.com, H-A-S-P-E-L.com. Go to the sale stuff and... If, poke around on there too they've got some really cool um oh. this might be of interest to you they've got really cool college football stuff i know that given <laughs> where, where you live that's something that's of, of interest and also, and, and uh you know the the seersucker stuff is amazing but that doesn't really go on sale and you're it's hard because yeah. these days you can get you can get cheaper seersucker you can't get better seersucker so yeah. that might be a treat myself um, around Derby time, but just right now, if you go to the sale tab on Haspel.com, there's just a ton of uh, there's a ton of amazing stuff. So that's another oh, that's... one that yeah, I want people to check out for sure. Now I want to dress my husband, like <laughs> <laughs> see what he no, can get away with. <laughs> there's some really cool stuff. I'm telling you, that's that's very inexpensive. There, it's it Ooh. all you know. Usually, when it gets to that seriously discounted stuff, it just becomes a question of you know, Five. is it on? Is it right? Is exactly? Is it in the right size? I got lucky, and they had they had a few things for me. But that's what you should do and look at. And speaking yeah. of that, and speaking of J.K., now this one, this is going to make people. The problem with this stuff is it can make you feel very teased when you go and then they don't have your size. But I did notice that BreedersCup.com, in their mm-hmm. shop, which is amazing, they just hit their big sale. I didn't think it was going to happen until Black Friday. Yeah, they have huge sales all over the BreedersCup.com merch, and in fact. Okay. Two of the discounted items are the awesome new JK collection shirts, and you won't find those on Old Smoke Clothing because no, some you will they not. do. Yeah, when you do deal when they do deals with vendors, sometimes the vendor just buys all the shirts, and that's what happened wow. here. They've sold most of them out, but the ones that they have left, they're looking to unload at half price. So you wow. could get, you know, you could spend ninety bucks and get both of them. A fantastic deal. I think you probably need to be like an M or whatever. It's going to be like one side or a two way. It's, I forget what it is exactly, but anyway, go because the other thing is while you're there, you're going to see a ton of other things. I picked up That's a couple right. of last so year's much... derby glasses for like two ninety nine each. I, I, yeah. I've already bought so much from Breeders Cubs website. I have to stop myself. <laughs> what's your favorite, what's your favorite piece of merch from this year for people looking to uh, remember that incredible uh, two days of racing? That oh, from Breeders Cup? Well, mine's always a t-shirt because I will wear those t-shirts long past the date. So I usually try to get a couple of short sleeve and a couple of long sleeve shirts because yeah, I work from home. So I will live in an oversized t-shirt or hoodie and leggings the whole winter. And I like to walk around Alabama and represent. (laughs) I love it. I like the sunset ringer tee. That was one that I really, really liked. And then there was another, they had a couple of cool retro designs, but then Mm. I I got like a quarter zip for almost nothing. Just this nice purple quarter zip with the logo. It's, it'll look great. You know, when I think about this stuff, I can always justify it because, you know, how many Breeders' Cup podcasts do I do, right? Isn't it cool to have different, you know, uh, merch to, to better represent the client? See, I'm really just yes. doing this uh, to, be a, to be a better uh, podcast host. But, yeah, you pick these things up for, you know, a $90 thing that's now $40. It's like, anyway, it, it's, yeah. there, there's a ton of good stuff. Those were 
those were most of the uh, those were most of the things that I had on my list to to push people towards. A segment we do on the show every year is about the books that have come out. Are we ready Ooh. to talk uh, books, or or do you have anything else while we're talking clothing? Oh, I have one more clothing to do okay. actually, which is of course our friend uh, Christine Moore and the Blake Collection and CamHats.com. They had that great pop up. Uh, at, at Breeders' Cup, which I, I, one thing I love about them is they'll really work with you to customize what they have. Obviously, this works better if you do it in advance, but they mm-hmm. can like change the color of a band on a hat or pick a feather or something. So you're, you know, can really like bring a whole outfit together. And, you know, the women's stuff is beautiful too. Perrin and Susan both have things uh, from there. But of course, the Blake collection, the men's hats, I love the direction they're going right now. Um, with some of these shorter brimmed, you know, like straw fedoras and stuff that's just mm-hmm. down my street. So yeah, check out the Blake collection um, over at camphats.com and do us a favor. Tell them, tell any of these people you go to, by the way, say uh, Jennifer and Pete that sent you <laughs> and, and we just, we get to feel like we're doing, we're, we're helping out our friends who, who do this great work. The, the important work of making us look good all year exactly. long. Well, and then for before we exit the gift guide, um, I do want to point out that this is the 50th anniversary of Secretariat's 1973 Triple Crown. So there is a section in the gift guide that is specifically geared toward items that are related to that milestone. So if you have someone in your you know life that is a Secretariat fan and you want to help them commemorate this anniversary, there's a long list of books and shirts and other items, photographs. I bought the Steve Haskin photo of Secretariat with a branch in his mouth, like he's playing fetch with you. And <laughs> that is probably my all-time favorite photo of Secretariat. That's so awesome. I highly recommend if you're looking something specifically about Big Red, there's a whole section of the gift guide that's going to provide you with any number of things, model horses from Briar, just anything you can think of to help you celebrate the 50th anniversary this year. I love it. Right. We, it goes, it, it goes on right till the end of the year and parents gotten very into secretariat. You know, the movie certainly helped, but mm-hmm. yeah, she's got one of him as a yearling with uh, Eddie sweat. I think it is holding, holding him on, on the shank and secretary is just making this wild look at the calendar parent <laughs> refers to it as stank eye secretary one of her that's one of her favorites and then of course we had to get some older we've got some older action shots as well so yeah that's lots great. of uh, lot secretariat is you know that's a the 50th anniversary is just an excuse and a perennial thing and you know we, we talked about old smoke there's so much cool secretariat stuff yes. there that i'm sure you reference on the on the blog i did and i just i anything i'm a big fan of photography which is an artwork which is why my office is a hot mess right now <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know i cannot resist more photos more artwork and the secretariat anniversary has been a nice excuse <laughs> buy more <laughs> love it so let's, so talk, let's books talk books other than your own as we mentioned yeah. we're going to do a special segment i want to you know i've been meaning since the book came out to sit down with you and just talk about the book and and mm-hmm. you know your experience with it and, and give people an opportunity to uh, get a get a signed copy etc we'll do that on a separate show but i know, mm-hmm. you, know you always are paying attention to the full range of interesting books that have, have come out let's spend got about eight minutes left here let's okay. spend that time talking about uh, talking about books um and, and what some of your favorites were from this year 
All right. Well, a separate guide from the gift guide is the 2023 book guide for the Horsey Sort, which is my list of every racing book that I found that has been released in 2023. So this is my, I've compiled as many racing books as I could find that were new this year. So if I missed one, please someone point me in the direction of whatever I might have missed, but we get everything from a really you know fun fiction novel called false riches by john paul miller to milt toby's um the late milt toby's last book unnatural ability about pvs and the sport and i mean the list is very long there's a lot of historical stuff the jockey and her horse which is a middle grade fiction book which really you could any age group could read it and love it is about cheryl white the young woman, a young African-American woman who was the first black female to ride as a licensed jockey. Um, that book is fantastic. And I wanted to I, ask you about that. That was actually, um, I, I'd forgotten, but I'd made a note because I saw that of all places advertised in the Briar catalog. Mm -hmm. another, another thing we can talk about when it comes mm -hmm. to secretariat gifts, not to mention this new I think it's new anyway. The new Cody's Wish uh, Briar yeah. is on the top of my holiday gift list and will hopefully yeah. be behind people the next time they see me after Christmas when they're watching <laughs> in the Brooklyn Bunker. Hopefully the new the new Cody will be behind me with my uh, I've got I, I've got an increasing number of, uh, of cool Cody things, including a two dollar win ticket that Paul nice. Halloran gave me, as well as the amazing sticker that took on such added poignance with the news mm -hmm. of of Cody's passing, but that amazing sticker of the silhouettes of, of Cody and, and mm -hmm. um, Cody on there, upon their, I think that was to represent their, their, their first meeting or their reconnection. Right. Anyway, it's, it's so, so cool. But I did see the Cheryl White book and that's yeah. a story I don't think too many people know, Jennifer. And I thought it was interesting that it was a fictionalized account. Do you know, what do you, tell me everything you know about this book in, in, well, in a couple of sentences. I interviewed both the, both authors, Sarah Maslinger and Raymond White. Raymond White is Cheryl's younger brother, and Sarah Maslinger is a Pulitzer Prize-nominated writer who has written extensively for the New York Times and also happens to be a lifelong equestrian. And the series is it's a series of books, and this is the number two book in that series. The series is called Once Upon a Horse. They're fictionalized with so there are true stories with fictional elements to them so this one happens to be about cheryl white and how her story how she gets started as a jockey but they have taken you know fictional liberties with some of the details so the story is basically hers but then there are some aspects of it that they have you know rearranged for dramatic effect but it's it's a wonderful exploration not only of that era in racing when women were trying very hard to get to break into getting a jockey's license and overcoming you know barrier after barrier but then for this young woman a black young woman to go even further and be the first you know of her ethnicity i guess which is not the best word but you know it's the best i can come up with at the moment to actually do that, she was, her father was a trainer, her grandfather was a trainer, she comes from a long line of African Americans in the sport, and this was what she dreamed of doing. And she managed to do it for several decades before she retired from the saddle. And for whatever reason, this story has just 
fallen off by the wayside. I, you know, Sarah. Yeah, I knew who she was. Yes. I'd heard about it, but yes. like that was it. And it was like, I'm always fascinated by it because, you know, you deal with the prejudice against female writers, yes. the, the, the ridiculous prejudice, especially given their historical importance, right. but against black writers in general. And then here you have, here you have a black woman who this was her dream and she wouldn't let anybody tell her no. And I, and I, I know there was, you know, a lot of, uh, trials and tribulations. I mean, yes. I remember recalling about like some of the hard times she had, which I'm sure is all chronicled um, in the book. But yeah, the idea of being able to like really dive into this story, I'm, it's, uh, I'm ordering a copy as we speak that it's and sometimes I, that's what I'll do is, you know, you hear one push on something or you have it in your idea once and mm-hmm. you, you start to think that sounds interesting. And then you hear that second thing about it and yes. then you're over the top and, and going to get it. That's what I'm going to uh, do with John. Honestly, Perrin would love this book, but I think you will also love this book because it operates on both levels, you know, aimed essentially at young people, but really is, you know, also a great story for adults. And the point for, as Brandon White put it, is not necessarily to inspire people to be jockeys, but to inspire people to pursue their dreams and to understand that they have what they need within them to do that. I mean, how beautiful is that? I mean, what, I mean, what a great just, message. Talking to Raymond and talking to Sarah was just such a wonderful experience. And I reviewed the book for America's Best Racing and I sadly have not met them both in person, but I am working on getting a signed copy (laughs) so I can have my own. And there's a Briar set that is connected to this where there's a um, doll of Cheryl and then a Briar of the horse that she rode, Jetalara. So if you've got someone in your family that is a Briar fan, get the set. It also includes a copy of the book. It's a great holiday gift for anyone, Briar collector, young person, whatever. So it might be on my Christmas list. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to add that one. Maybe that one I'll get for Perrin. That way she can, I'll get Cody and she can get Cheryl White and we can, you know, play with our, play with our dolls essentially. Um, but yeah, briarhorses.com is the place you'll easily, easily find it there. And yeah, that was the book. That's the second book. I'm the, the second the book. I'm second most excited to talk yeah. about <laughs> this year with the first most excited being your book, Foxes of Bel Air. And we won't go into too much yeah. on this show because we're going to do a whole other show about that. But I suppose just for com- the, the sake of being a completist, we should let people know that you can get a personally signed book, which makes it so much better as a gift, in my opinion. And yeah. you can do that by going to inthemoneypodcast.com slash foxes. That's going to mm-hmm. redirect you to a bookseller near Jennifer where she can yeah. go sign. And you won't just sign, you'll personalize as well? Absolutely. If, if you would like it personalized, when you order the book, leave a note which with how you want it personalized. I'm more than happy to do that. I look forward to doing that. It's one of the most fun parts of my job is to write, you know, sign a book and put whatever message in there for people. I, I, I really treasure people wanting me to do that. So if you That's want awesome. it, I'm more than happy to do it to help, you know, make a ho- this holiday a great one for whoever is getting the book. And for those that, I mean, I, I probably don't rave about Jennifer enough on these airwaves since she's a, since she's a regular, I don't like the regulars heads to get too, too big. They'll start, they'll start mm-hmm. get, getting ideas. But I mean, honestly, the phrase I use when introducing you, I, I think is just about right. A preeminent 
horse racing historian. And, and we'll talk about your style, which I think is, is, is fantastic. I love the way, I love the way you make you, it, it has all the earmarks of proper written history, but with a narrative flair. And we'll get into the specifics of that more in the other show. But I, I mean, I really, I cannot recommend Jennifer's book enough and please check out the other show that we're going to do diving into Foxes of Bel-Air. That'll be in your feed shortly uh, after this one. Well, you won't have too long to wait if you're interested to learn more. What did we leave out? What else do we need to tell the people about uh, gifts for this 2023 season, Jennifer? Oh my gosh, there's so much, Pete. It's really hard to pin it down. Basically, anything you can think of is out there for someone in your home. I mean, I've got a book on this list that's about Les Cargo, who won the Grand National in 1975 and defeated Red Rum. So if you are a jump person, this is a great book to pick up. There's a book called Dream Derby that it was published by my publisher, the University Press of Kentucky, written by Avalyn Hunter, who is similarly preeminent in her history of the sport. And Avalyn's book is about Black Gold, who next year is the 100th anniversary of his uh, Kentucky Derby win. But if you've read Marguerite Henry's Black Gold as a kid, this is yeah. the grown-up follow-up to that. And then, of course, there's a long list of others, especially with next year's Derby 150 coming up. Mark Schrager's book on the first Kentucky Derby is a fantastic read and a great way to set you up for celebrating next year's milestone anniversary. So it's just there, books, you know, Briar models, shirts, whatever. I mean, there's you can't go wrong with something off of these lists, and that's why I've worked very hard to collect them all in one place. Year after year, you do this great work helping us out. Foxesofbelair.com is the website. Mm -hmm. I'll put the specific links in the show notes as well, as well as the uh, the one to, to link to the, the JK Collection Club, whatever they're officially calling it, over mm -hmm. at Old Smoke. Hopefully this will help people find gifts for the degenerates in their life. What else is what else is good? Travel stuff, you know, that's that's an easier one I think that like more obvious one, but just to throw it out there if you have a, a racing loved one in your life, uh, one of the first trips Susan and I ever went on as a as a couple back in the day was the the 98 um, the 98 Breeders' Cup. She arranged the whole trip like that was life life uh changing for me in in many ways we had a wonderful time that was one down in in florida yeah but I, mean, I, I i don't have anything travel specifically on the list but there's you know <laughs> you, you just dive in i've got a long list of gift shops from different racetracks and farms and other organizations that i'm sure you will find something if you're a beholder fan spendthrift is on there if you want something from the Breeders' Cup shop, that's on there. The National Museum of Racing, the Derby Museum. I mean, Impressions in Saratoga, which I'm sure you've been to plenty. Oh, yeah. That's on that. there. I mean, there's just, there's no shortage of shops to go through and look at. I was at Santa Anita for Breeders' Cup because we ran into each other and hung out. Yes, and I actually bought a t-shirt from Santa Anita because I collect t-shirts from racetracks I go to. So every time I go to any racetrack, I go to the gift shop. <laughs> I love it. So if you What's your most obscure one? What's your most obscure racing t-shirt? Uh, Red Mile. Red Mile's pretty good. I totally rock a Red Mile t-shirt. I mean, yeah, I don't awesome. know how many people who've even been to Lexington for Keeneland would know that there's a 
you know, historic harness track not too far away. And I had a blast watching trotters and pacers that evening. It was the first time I'd ever been to watch that side of racing. And I really wanted to go back and I kept trying to find someone that would let me ride in the bike with them. And they kept saying no. Um, (laughs) One day. Yeah, you got to get out there. You got to challenge challenge another racing historian to a match race. That's what we'll do. We'll get you out there. Something like that. I will pretend that I know what I'm doing out there. So... Um, whiskey, whiskey is always a good degenerate gift that I always like to, I always like to mention, you know, my favorite ones, people are always asking, you know, they'll ask me for whiskeys and then, you know, you can really dig and you can come up with stuff that, you know, they're going to be very lucky to find. So I try to avoid that and just send them to, to more widely available things. I love that whole old Forester distillers mm-hmm. row series, the 1920, the prohibition style is probably my favorite. Some newer distilleries as well that people need to be aware of if they're not already right in louisville peerless distillery they might have the distinction of having the the second most bottles of of any distillery on my uh, on my shelf right now behind uh, behind lagavulin going in the malt whiskey direction but peerless are great i always suggest people to to take a look at them these distilleries in brooklyn are making some great stuff new york distilling company and king's mm-hmm. county or two that leap to mind, but gosh, there's mo- it's it's a longer list than just that. If you're willing to branch out and add some New York whiskey to your mix, obviously we do work, work, work with Maker's Mark, and they're mm-hmm. one of my absolute favorites in terms of Maker's Mark. The, I, I would say that their cask strength is very underrated, widely available whiskey. You can find that pretty much anywhere, and it's a, a big step up from. I mean, look, I love regular Maker's, but the cask strength in terms of you know, something you want to sip or maybe just have a, uh, with a little bit of ice is a great one. And, and I'll mention, of course, one more time as we get down to our last case of it. We've got those in the money whiskeys still that you can't buy. Ooh. But if you make a donation to the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation, I think we have it like a $200 donation, will get you one of the last remaining bottles. That's a nice one, too. That's a four-year-old rye finished in an apple brandy barrel for another four months so it's got like it's almost like a cocktail in a glass it's got the spicy of the rye the sweet of the apple and it comes together very well trfinc.org slash players the place to go if you want to make a donation and while we're talking charities you know obviously trf1 that i support all the time and you know making a donation in somebody's name to there certainly a great Mm -hmm. idea but i think we got to bring it back to cody dorman and make a wish and all the promotion that uh, we've been doing for that. Cause you know, the more I learn about Cody, um, you know, the man for lack of a better word, you know, he never quite got to be a man as young as he was with his passing, but it meant so much to him, the work that he did and the awareness he was able to do for make a wish. So there's really no better um, way to honor his memory than, uh, than to make a donation to, to, to make a wish. And I think I have that link set up as a, uh, as a, as a as a pretty link on the website as well. Let me just make sure I don't give you that one wrong. Yeah, it's just in the money podcast.com slash Cody. Uh, and that's it. I've gotten to the end of my list of things, Jennifer. Obviously, I'm eager to talk to you in the other show about yeah. the book, but is there any, any final thought you want to get out here as we wrap this year's uh, Degenerate Gift Giving up? No, not off the top of my head, but I would like to, if you buy something off the list, I would love a heads up to let me know what you got. Cause that way yeah. in the future, it'll help me curate the lists. You know, I yeah. started this in August. I start collecting these links in August 
So if you know of something that I've missed, please send it my way. I'm on social media at Lisa Barton, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, you can find me. Um, I would love to hear from you, just whatever you pick up. Uh, please, you know, do everything you can. If you can give charitably, give charitably this year. That, that always makes a great gift. If you find something somewhere that really catches your eye, you're just very excited about it, tag me in a photo on social media because I want to see what everyone gets under the tree this year. Love it. I think that's a, a fun way to keep involved. And like you said, just make you a better list maker in years going forward. At the Sir Barton on Twitter. I assume you have a contact page over at foxesofbelair.com as well. I do. And next year, after um, 2023 is over, we're going to migrate to back to the original website. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go through a web, website redesign. So... Gosh, I like help it. me! I'm going to figure out how to make it look prettier than it already does. Well, so, yeah. let me let me know when you do that. We'll promote in the newsletter. We'll have you know we have you on here. You've done trivia with us a couple of times, and and doing these appearances, it's great. I love the the, the regularity of it, and having somebody who's truly. Um, you know, the best in this field of uh, degenerate gift giving for whatever that for whatever that means. I, I think you you wear the mantle, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. I, I love this. This is one of my favorite parts of the year is collecting all these links and sharing them with people because, you know, I have so many Greg Montgomery posters and I'm always happy to promote Greg. And, you know, I try to do a Giving Tuesday link to share everybody all these um, course related charities you can give to and i mean just anything i can do to collect all these fun little things in one place i'll do it and hopefully people get something out of it i know greg from those saratoga the travers posters that he does every year is there did i see that there's a i don't think it's new if there is but is there a book of those maybe did i see or maybe it was just a series of prints yeah tell me about that and it's on my wish list, my Christmas list. Here's this book nice. that I think is it's several years old. I want to say it's 25 years of Travers posters. I believe you can still buy it on Amazon, though. It's, um, I think it's Travers. I usually just go and I, I've started making a wish list because my husband will get on to me if I don't. It's the history and art of 25 Travers or Travers 25, and it's. It's from 2008, and it collects a lot of artwork. And, I mean, Greg's, it's just iconic, some of these images. I've got the, the arrogate poster in my office. I've got the Tis the Law. And then I've got the Man of War trophy, which is awarded to the winner of Travers every year. And since I wrote the book about Sir Barton, and the Man of War trophy is from the match race, that Sir Barton and Man of War had, <laughs> I had to have that poster. So I like, I mean, honestly, the gift guide is just, there's, you can't go wrong. There's something on there for gotcha. literally everybody. Check it out. I'm glad we got to plug Greg. I'm just looking through some of his recent Travers posters and, and they're amazing. They're almost, I don't mean this in a, maybe this is the wrong word, but I think people looking at the pictures will know what I mean. There's something almost like I wanted to say voyeuristic about them, but that has a creepy connotation. It's just like, there's this like fly on the wall, mise-en-scene, like he's just capturing something that really feels like it's happening now. And you just happen to be there for it in in a lot of these pictures, you know, less so the tis the law, which is more of like a classic, beautiful portrait, but the one 
you know, where it's he's looking at the table on the porch, looking past the table on the porch, and there's horses out on the track. I mean, it just it's so evocative of the the woman watching them come out on the horse path, or the one where they're coming back in from from the, yeah. the horse path right after it. They're just beautiful. They're beautiful pieces of art. They're just I, I, they're so I, like in you're in the in the scene with yeah. him, and you're you're part of it. Just the way he positions all the the artwork, the the you know images in the in the piece it's you're there greg I mean, is right. he he sells prints on there as well so yeah check it out i mean i think we've we could go on and on but i think we've given them yeah. what we need to give them because we also keep in mind we want everybody to go and we can't just read the, the pieces that you painstakingly put together we need people to go to foxes and check out these two uh these two places but i think we've given people a great head start jennifer no good deed goes unpunished we're going to keep you around here we'll have the other show out shortly but just wanted to say thank you again for your contributions and it's a oh, pleasure sure. having you as always Oh, thank you, Pete. It is so much fun to do this. I look forward to it, to every, forward to it every year. So thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. Good stuff. For Jennifer Kelly, I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos. Remind folks about the RTIP conference coming up December 4th through 6th out in Tucson, Arizona. This is going to be one of the events of the year for people in the industry. Some great panels, and they're on the cutting edge of what's going on here. Talking about CAWs with one of the top CAW players, you know, usually a pretty secretive bunch. Don Johnson going to be on one of the panels. That's going to be great. Looking at category one rules topic that I know is of great interest to people as well. It's also just an amazing networking event. We're going to eat some tacos. We're going to have some fun. Come join us in the money slash RTIP.